BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, Marlon Wayans. this shit every single day. <laughs> Nobody warned me that the Daily Show was actually a daily show. <laughs> I, I thought that shit was just a fun name or something. <laughs> All right, we got a great show for you tonight. Why? Because I'm on it. Let's get to the headlines. <laughs> I was watching Fox News last night because... Because apparently I hate my life. Uh, but I learned something. You know how the whole world remembers January 6th as the day a bunch of violent Trump fans stormed into the Capitol? Well, according to Fox News, we just got the footage wrong. Fox News host Tucker Carlson aired the first clips of the unseen January 6th surveillance footage given to him by Speaker Kevin McCarthy. On his show last night, he said the insurrection was mostly peaceful chaos, adding that the people who forced themselves into the Capitol weren't, quote, insurrectionists, they were sightseers. We're going to get inside with footage that shows you what was actually happening inside the Capitol. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. Sightseeing my black ass. If you have to punch a cop on your way in, you not sightseeing. You fight seeing. <laughs> Tucker Carlson proved is that you can make anything look better by not showing the bad part. How come they never show 9-11 planes taking off? <laughs> In a way, some of this footage is even more disturbing. Like, there was this guy at the ride who was just cleaning shit up. That's a straight-up psychopath. <laughs> 
I bet this guy goes to the orgies and does Wordle. <laughs> Guys, I got it. I got it in four guesses. Come on, guys, stop each other. Put your dick away. It's grape. <laughs> but enough about January 6th. Let's talk about an even worse crime. Some wax museum in Poland decided to make statues of the British royal family. And boy, look how f***ed up they are. William and Kate, like, we've never seen them before. Wax figures are on display at a museum in Poland, supposedly in the likeness of Prince William and Kate Middleton. Footage of the figures went viral this week after museum visitors began sharing them, saying the figures don't look much like the royal couple. I don't know, people. Pretty good statues. I mean, pale skin, scary teeth, the dead eyes look just like British people. <laughs> and oh, seriously, these statues, look at their smiles. They, they look like they just called Meghan Markle nigger under her breath. They look like they're auditioning for the sequel to Smile. <laughs> and the Kate one, she's especially f***ed up. <laughs> she looked like me and white chicks. <laughs> now, finally, let's talk about the greatest threat facing America today. Our kids are eating too much candy with weed in it. The FDA has issued a warning about children accidentally ingesting products with THC with many made in packaging that looks like brand name candies and cereals, something kids could easily confuse. The FDA warning, accidental ingestion of these products can lead to serious adverse events, especially in children. A recent study links the dramatic increase in cases of kids accidentally ingesting cannabis to the legalization of marijuana. Researchers have seen a nearly 1,400% increase with about 200 cases reported in 2017 compared to more than 3,000 cases in 2021. Wait, how can you even tell if a little kid is high? No, because them little always sound high. Daddy, if a cloud had legs, would it be a snowman? Nigga, you in my stash again? And weed isn't just dangerous for little children, it's also dangerous for adult children, like Chet Hanks. Go suck your mama dirty stinking crotches. <coughs> Spit upon your granny grave. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm just saying the shit you'd want to say. So parents, please be responsible for the health and the well-being of your family. Send me your drugs for safekeeping. <laughs> might get something back to you. For real, though, here's what I want to know. Why is weed the only drug put in food? How come there's no cracking edibles? <laughs> Think about it. They already got Hershey Crackle. You're halfway there. Just put the crack in it. And for more on this story, let's go to Dulce Sloan. Dulce! <laughs> How 
can parents stop kids from getting into their edibles? I'll tell you how. How about these grown-ass adults stop taking edibles in the first place? You shouldn't be like a little kid who needs an imaginary plane to eat his vegetables. You're 35 years old. Smoke a blunt like you pay taxes. Grow up. That, 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 that's, that's a little harsh. Smoke the drugs. Stop playing with people. I know, but that, that's a little harsh. Some people, you know, have... They like a little flavor in there. They're high. Weed has flavor. The flavor is weed. If you can't handle it, you can't have it. All these people are trying to eat instead of smoke. Mm-mm. You smoke to earn your way to the munchies, all right? <laughs> Listen. Okay. Listen, you can't combine the two. That's just lazy. Come on. Okay, but if, if people are gonna take edibles, how can they stop their kids from getting into them? Well, look, I want to help because I'm a good Christian woman. <laughs> Hallelujah. The problem is, right now, the packaging is too attractive to kids. Mm. So, how about this packaging, okay? See? Oh, it's so heavy. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, listen. Ooh. <laughs> oh. I mean, this is the hardest part about being single, picking up heavy things, you know what I mean? <laughs> See, now, if you put the edibles in the math book... can do advanced algebra. Come on. <laughs> and we all know that math is a lie, right? right. So, because, like, the only thing you really need is geometry. Measure wall. Can't change your life. So, listen. If you put the drugs in the math book, the only kids finding them are nerds. <laughs> and, frankly, them nerds need to loosen up anyway. <laughs> or, or, you know, just yeah. to help. Change the edible. See? <laughs> Green bean edibles with vitamin T, H, and C. They'll say there's not going to be no adult or kid that's going to be down with that product. But it's good. It's good for you. <laughs> Listen, I, I hear what you're saying, Mr. Marlon. And um, I'm going to just tell you, you, you sound a little stressed. You know, so maybe, uh, just maybe, you need a little visit from the aeroplane? Come on, Come on. here comes the plane! Come on, no, 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 I'm... Stop, stop, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man, I'm not about to do that. Nigga, eat the weed! a weird interview with the mayor of New York City. Don't go away. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to The Daily Show. When they found out I was hosting the show this week, they asked me if I wanted to interview the mayor of New York, Eric Adams. Now, I'm not really a political guy, so I said, no. <laughs> but my dear friend Quan is very interested in politics, so he sat down with the mayor Adams to ask him the tough questions. Take a look. How are you, man? This dude. <laughs> Good to see you. know you late when I beat you here. <laughs> it's I'm all on time. Like, so, Phil, I like your work. <laughs> Thank you. You Thank know you. what I mean? Thank you. So, uh, yo, what's up? This is Quan asking the mayor and real politicians real questions that the real niggas want to know. <laughs> Feel me? All right. Mayor. Yo, this bug. Why do I hear that all the time? When I meet people on the train, when I meet people inside a homeless shelter, when I meet people in the club, they say, I cannot believe I'm sitting here kicking it with the man. Nah, I just can't <laughs> believe how much you look like Damon Wayans. That shit <laughs> me up. Yo, yo, I was like, yo, this bug. You put the mask on, you be blank man, bro. Yo, that's wild. Nah, but that's, it's wild. Like, yo, I voted for you. I'm lying. My mom's voted for you. I, I don't really I, I don't want them to come get me for jury duty. Listen, moms, all the moms yeah. did, man, because yeah. they saw they saw in me what they see in you. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> you look, that's some lady man shit right there. Yo, man, you buff. Why you buff, son? Got, got to be. You the most buff man ever. You should do an action movie. Like on some Arnold Schwarzenegger. Every day is an action movie, man. Some Arnold Schwarzenegger Negro shit. Yeah, and you look like young, like you is being mayor stress. It depends, you know. It's stressful is growing up in a neighborhood not knowing your meal is going to come from and eating right. that hard-ass cheese that they used to right. make us eat. That's right. stress. So you plan on softening the government cheese? You can't soften that, You man. can melt it. Hey, tell me the secret. Because we used to put it in the oven and we're leaving it there for half an hour and it was still hard. You got that same <laughs> shit? Yo, I couldn't shit for months. <laughs> Yo, that's bug. I had a question. This is random. Right. How come I... Can't buy hot food on my EBT card. 
That's a good question. I didn't even know that. Bruh, just cold shit? Why poor people gotta eat cold shit? And they shouldn't. I didn't know you can. Change that. Veto that. We changing that bill. So we gonna look at it. And we, and we gonna name the bill after you. Quan. Yes. The Quan bill. Yes. <laughs> you know how many hoes I'm gonna get for that? Quan bill. But I got a bill named after me. Ho, I got a bill named after me. <laughs> nah, but real talk. Let me give you some real serious shit. You really do be working out. Got to every morning, man. 5 a.m. Oh, 5 a.m. You lie. Son, do you or do you not be in the clubs? Because I hear you be partying. Listen, I'm a nightlife man, man. I got to test the product. So, son, how the <laughs> you going to say you up at 5 a.m. when you ain't even sleep, son? Listen, my dad said you hang out with the boys, you got to get up with the men. Oh, that's real, <laughs> son. Y'all with you, man. I with you. So, let me ask you some real shit. Weed. Yes. You smoke? That's a tough question, man. Uh, it's legal. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Nah, nah, I don't smoke. Secondhand. All you gotta do is walk down the block. Secondhand is everywhere now. Yeah. You know? all right, we, all listen, right. we made it legal, but we just don't want it. We don't we don't want our children smoking on their way to school. Right. Or or getting that gummy bears and other right. bullshit that they selling. Right. You know, right. we need to be real clear on right. that. You cause I know if you They should smoke right. after school. Yeah. Now let's get real. Yes. I'm going soften you up. Now we got some real shit to ask you. You said that prayers go out the classroom, guns come in. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a church boy. You yes. Know what I'm I mean, I, I look. I can tell. I can tell. But man. my grandmother go to church. She prayed a lot. She prayed a lot. That's how you made it. But see, prayer don't always work. Yes, it does. No, because my grandma <laughs> prayed over my gay cousin. Mm-hmm. Her whole life, she's still gay as hell. If, if your grandmother prayed for your cousin, then she gonna pray for her to be happy and find right. peace. That's and that peace may not be your peace. Bars. <laughs> that man got bars. I, I got no. I, I f- with you, man. Yo, next time if I vote, mm-hmm. <laughs> vote for you. So with that said. When exactly did they take prayers out the classroom in New York City? You know, sometime. They, they believe constitutionally you're not supposed to have prayers in school. And I think that you don't have to do it in school, around school, but our children need some spiritual. You don't think base. that's some white shit? I, no, I think it's the right shit. Come on. <laughs> to be able to pray. We got here. Yeah, so you want to put it back in the school? It's not up to me. What I want to do is introduce our children to spirituality. What's with that? You know that? I do. Yeah. I do. Because one time I took this dude's chain. It was a Jesus chain. Mm. And I felt real bad. Mm. Mm. And, you know, I'm sure you gave it back to him. No, nah, I just felt real bad. <laughs> you may have needed it for a reason. Right. You know that? Because I did pawn it during quarantine and got me that EBT card that I used <laughs> to get that cold food that you going to make hot. You know what? All right. Let me ask you. Real shit people want to know. Son, what the you gonna do about the Knicks? Listen, you the mayor, son. You can't have your the team, New York team, looking like that. Spike Lee don't even go to the games no more. You gotta do something, son. You should go there with all your cops, and if them, they don't play right, you should arrest them. <laughs> Listen, all I know about New York fans is the Arnold Schwarzenegger moment. They'll be back. Cause we gonna win. They've been saying that for 30 years. <laughs> Willis you know? Reed don't even go to the games no more. Yo, E, yo, I'll with you. Listen, I'm gonna give you my math. Let's link up again. Yes. Pop some bottles. You know, get some business, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a fifth baby mom. Love, my guy. My guy. 
All day. All day. All day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. When we come back, we got Bomani Jones will be joining me on the show. And I bet you this nigga got a turtleneck on. So don't go away. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is an Emmy-winning sports journalist who hosts the HBO series. Speaking of HBO, <laughs> I have a stand-up special called God Loves Me streaming right now on HBO Max. And if you want to see me live, I'll be in Medford, Massachusetts at the Chevalier Theater this Saturday, March 11th. Award-winning sports journalist who hosts the show on HBO. It's called Game Theory with Bomani Jones. Please welcome the one and only Bomani Jones. Clean, looking like you were weighing. Looking like, <laughs> like Keenan, cleaning out every weigh-ins. <laughs> no, you just oh, okay. y'all look alike. You got, well, you look like Damon and Keenan got smushed together <laughs> and then put in a suit. Um, so let me ask you a question: uh, What do you think of the whole Ja Morant thing? Well, <laughs> I had two thoughts when I saw the last video right. with him at the strip club. Thought number one: They supposed to be taking their shirts off. <laughs> That is, like, do you flip your own burgers at McDonald's? Like, when you go to the strip club and you take your clothes off, you're doing this backwards. And then there's the other part that he's in there with a gun. And honestly, I thought that gun was too small to even, like, rightly pistol whip somebody. I, I thought it was a chain. I thought... <laughs> yeah, I didn't think... But no, I think that there's a level of this, though, that's kind of encouraging, where people like me who are in the media see him. And, like, with Allen Iverson, 
we would have slammed it, right? Like the right. world would have just come down on him. Right. I look at this with just a lot more concern, right? Like I see a dude who was acting out, and you and I both know, man, showing people guns. That makes other people show you guns. Right. Except not the side part. Right. You know, the part that look at you. Right. And so it ain't it's not about judging him for me as much as I hope he gets himself right, because it's clear that he's not. But I think when you give these guys this much money, you're that young. Like if I had like a hundred mil that young, I'd be in a strip club with a gun. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, the first part, I get that. If I got that much money, I ain't going nowhere where I think oh, I need a gun. Oh, the strip club's coming to me. We're going to be in my house. Any time I see somebody with a gun, I'm like, maybe you just shouldn't go there. <laughs> like, if I think I might need to shoot somebody where I am, right. I probably just shouldn't go there. Right. Um, okay, so you saw the tweet that LeBron did uh, about his son, Bronny. Uh, last night he tweeted, uh, and I want to quote this right, Definitely better. Than, he said that his son Bronny was definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching in uh, on the league pass today. Do you think Bronny has what it takes? So I looked at what Tyler LeBron sent that tweet. It was roughly midnight Eastern. There were two games on, and all those teams had better records than the Lakers. So, oh, 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 oh shots fired! Shots is fired! No. Is if Bronny's better than them, then bring your son to work day. Bring him out here, and you can find out. Right. Un uh, unfortunately for the young man, he would learn some very hard lessons that day. And that's the thing, man. You, I feel like he's putting a bullseye on his son's back. Because getting to the NBA is hard. Right. Really, really hard. If he gets there at all, that is a victory. But if he gets there and his name is LeBron James Jr., man, everybody going to try to get famous off of him. Like, right. if I was LeBron, I'd kind of be like, well, you know, he's working very hard, and I'll be proud of him <laughs> however it ends up. Like, that's, that's the play you want to make. Right. Um, do, you, do you think he goes to the Lakers, or do you think LeBron's going to have to go to Cleveland? What do you think of LeBron versus Jordan? That's what I want to I like talking to a sports aficionado. Okay. LeBron versus Jordan, which one do you think? So, I'm going to tell you this. Like, 15 years ago, when I really first started doing the sports thing, I was adamant that LeBron James was the best player I had ever seen. Right. And I said this when I was 28. And then I went on YouTube, <laughs> and I pulled the Jordan guy up one time. And I've never said that ever again. Like, being number two or number three is really, 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 yeah. really, really good, right? But, dude, there's Jordan and there's just everybody else. Like, when The Last Dance came on, I was just like, yes, now the kids can watch this and I never have to talk about this again. Right. Right? Like, like you got it right here. Here is your explanation. <laughs> and it ain't got nothing to do with LeBron. It's just all about that dude. Right. Um, okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not so much a sports fan as I am an anti-sports fan. Like, I'm a hater. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I don't love teams. I hate teams. This team <laughs> Teams I hate, right? So, um, who do you got going to the finals? Because it, 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 I'm a Laker hater. I don't like saying that out loud. Don't tell LeBron and them, because I like going to the games and shit. But I'm an I'm a, I'm a official hater. Who do you got going to, the, to the, the finals? I mean, I think I got Milwaukee on one side. And on the west, I don't know who's going, but I want my man Jokic to go. Because right. Jokic looks like, like he just picked up like a piece of bread and went to a 
personal trainer and was like, this is what I'm going for, right? Like, get you a baguette and be like, yo, make me look like this. And killing everybody, yeah. everybody. I love to see that payoff. Right. Love to see that payoff. Plus, we grew up at a time when it was more hard scrabble tales of basketball players, right? right? Like they were sending them off to private school early. Like, you know, some dudes had to come from something. Hey, man, them cats from them countries with all them consonants in them. Yes. It's real, dog. Yeah. It reminds me of my youth, not right. my personal youth, because we was doing good. Right. But when I would get on television and watch the basketball players, right. it reminded me of that. So which team do you hate? Come on, it's just me and you here. The world ain't watching. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me who, who you hate. I don't think I got a basketball oh, team that come I on, hate man, right now. It's just now. me and you. Stop. I know. I'm trying to think. I mean, when I was little, I hated Boston, but you know, things changed. Yeah. Let me let me rephrase that. When I was little, I hated the Celtics. I'm up in the air on Boston. Right. On the Celtics, you know, things changed a little bit. Okay. You or Stephen A. Smith? At what? Who talks more shit? Oh, Stephen A. You think Stephen A? Stephen A does. I think Stephen A talks some of that <laughs> shit, too. I like him, but I really think Danny Dog. Danny Dog. No, man. No, don't, don't do that. I, I don't Danny. understand a word he no, says, no, but no, it no, is no. funny as hell. No, man. It, it, this is why I love Shannon. I love Shannon because dudes from the country shouldn't have to change how they talk no, to make y'all feel good. I love, and that's why I love him so much. I love when he, like, he sit there with Skip, like, Skip, I'm going to have me a black and mild. I'm going to have me some yak. You shut the up and do what you all do. I love, I love me some shit. I like when he was screaming at John Morant and his father. I'll y'all up. You won't me. And, and let's be clear. He would have. Not, like, them first two or three people didn't want it when uh, Stephen Adams came over there with his gold tooth. True. I think all of a, uh, Shannon Sharp had a different tone, but them first three dudes? Oh, no, 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 no. But... He did kind of cower when Ja pulled that little gun out on him. <laughs> Let me tell you, as, <laughs> pew, pew. As, as country as Shannon Sharp is, you ain't gonna pull no little gun on him and get no reaction. <laughs> like, like, you don't come from the backwoods to get scared off by a 380. That ain't how it works. Uh, um, okay, Floyd or Ali? As my brother, who is much larger than me, used to tell me when I was little, they make weight classes for a reason. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that. I want them to fight. Oh. I'm, I'm oh. saying, but who, in terms of greatness, which one do you think is great? I mean, you got to go with Ali. And it's, it is, it's, but it's, it's a weird thing, though, because you kind of got to go with Ali because he lost before. Like, Floyd never right. took a fight that we ever thought. I don't know. I think he might, you know, the only time anybody thought he was going to lose a fight is when he fought Ricky Hatton because white people be wishing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was that was the only one. They're like, maybe this time, maybe this one. Like, people forgot the whole Revolutionary War and were acting like Ricky Hatton was from Wichita, Kansas, right? Like, no, we supposed to have beef with them. They're like, no, but we have beef with them. All right, so your, your interview with Jake Paul went viral last <laughs> month. Uh, you roasted him, and, and then he lost his fight. Did, 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 did that make you happy? Is that a hateful prayer you put out I, in the universe? I'll be honest, Seth. I didn't want to watch the fight because I didn't want to watch him fight. Like, he's not actually a fighter. But he told us, because I asked him, because he, he, he fancies himself as a boxing promoter, like a businessman. So I'm like, what happens if you lose? Because I'm thinking about the money of it. And he's right. like, well, I don't have a loser mentality. That seems to be how you live life. And I'm like, dude, I'm 42 years old. Like, you're not going to nanny nanny boo-boo me 
into this. But then you I'm sure you're 42? I am 42. Nanny, nanny, boo-boo. I thought you were 72. <laughs> <laughs> that's who, that's I know, my grandfather was sitting here for a second. I said, oh. <laughs> but I tell you this, when I found out Jake Paul had a rematch clause, I was like, oh, who the loser now, dog? It seems, like, it seems, like, it seems like you had a plan just in case you got your ass whooped, which, by the way, is a generally good idea. Right. You just ain't got to lie about it. Right. You think he'll whoop your ass? So it's, it's, a, it's a dilemma. Because on, on, on one hand, there are weight classes for a reason. On the other hand, I am 42 years old. Yes. I can't lose no fight to Jake Paul. Right. right? Why? Because I can't. Like, I, I can't go. I don't have kids, so I don't have it with them where, like, you can't beat me. But if Jake Paul beats me up in public, one of us at some point is going to have to die. <laughs> There's no other option. You're going to be like a John Morant. Can I use your little gun? <laughs> All right. New episodes of Game Theory with my man Bobani Jones airs Friday nights on HBO and HBO Max. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. That's our show for tonight. But please, before we go, consider supporting Black Men Heal. It's a nonprofit dedicated to providing mental health treatment, education, and resources to men of color who often can't get the help they need. If you can support them in their work, please donate at the link below. Explore more shows from The Daily Show Podcast Universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central Podcast. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.